This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keith. Joined, as always, by Davey Eyeballs. He is Rask Von Dask. He is promo code Ron Von D. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? I'm feeling pretty good. Pretty good. Rask Von Dask. Big Bruins win last night, so that was good. That's right. Feeling it. And before yeah. we get to dork stuff, Ryan, do you have a message to the Tuca haters out there? I do. And that message is simple. And that is, whatever success this team has this year, you don't deserve a fucking second of it. And I'll tell you why. Don't talk to me about this Tim Thomas bullshit. What you're looking at right now is the best goalie in the history of the Boston Bruins storied franchise. And you people don't fucking deserve him because any anytime something goes wrong, it's his fault, right? I said to someone on Twitter who was like, then absolutely backpedaled. I'm like, so you're telling me if I shoot a hockey puck at 90 miles an hour at your face, only to have it deflected in the last five feet, that you would be able to handle that successfully? Like, what the fuck are these people? What do they want? Like, you can't get a shutout every game, and they want to put in this kid. Who, I, I'm, you know, I'm going off. The, I promise I wouldn't myself wouldn't do this. I wouldn't do it. You know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to talk about how the the putting in a rookie who's played like ten games in the NHL to start a playoff game. Get the get the Fuck out of here! <laughs> Hit it. I uh, well, I'll tell you. I uh, welcome to my world. Mm. This, this is this is the show. Get the fuck out of here! All right, Ryan, but this is not a sports podcast. We have we uh, you have a whole radio show. We have a whole four hours during the day. If you want you want to call in anytime, Ryan, you can do that. I just want to get that off your chest. And there you go, go Bruins. Go uh, Bruins. That's also why we are recording this on a Tuesday night instead of a Monday night. I think we'll be back next Monday. Don't quote me on that, but we'll figure it out. Playoffs are going to throw a little monkey wrench here or there, but uh, here we are on a Tuesday jam-packed episode, uh, so let's get to it. This week in yeah. All right, Ryan, we got a trailer for The Green Knight. Where do you stand on The Green Knight? So this is the... Was it... Um... Dev Patel. Dev Patel. It's the A24 movie. And it's by, is it Ari Aster? Or is it like it? Uh, it's, it's an A24 movie. It looks super fucking weird. I know the story of Gawain the Green. Now, I know that story, but yeah. this is like a weirdo take on it. I don't know, man. This movie looks bananas. The headstrong nephew of King Arthur embarks on a daring quest to confront the Green Knight. Mm -hmm. Now it says the. Eponymous, eponymous, eponymous. Yeah, eponymous. What does that mean? Um, it's that that gives its name. The upon the Green Knight, the, he who the name is given. So we that is that word even necessary? I would say. I don't. It's it, yeah. Fuck out of here! 
take your fucking ten dollar word, turn it sideways after you shine it up real good, and stick it directly up your ass. It's directed by David Lowry. Uh, it's another Braun Studios. God damn it! What if it was directed by Mike Lowry? Then I'm in. Then I go opening day. To see this bad boy. This comes out July 30th. By the way, we tweeted out the uh, trailer at Dork Podcast. Uh, I bet it'll be pretty good, though. I, I I do. I think it'll be pretty it's good. It's going to be one of those. So, by the way, I watched Midsommar. I kind of liked it. Never seen it. A very polarizing movie. Some I kind of liked it. it. Oh, you did you? Interesting. Yeah, I kind of liked right. it. Yeah. Ah, okay. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, Knives Out 2 continues to add oh. to their cast. This feels like a while ago, but we, we haven't been on right. for a while. Uh, Ed Norton is in this. Dave Batista, who we'll get to here coming up. Catherine Hahn. All in this bad boy, Catherine Hahn. Who's hotter than Catherine Hahn right now? Nobody. Anybody? And Daniel Craig. And Daniel Craig back as Benoit Blanc, which I believe is the best detective name I've ever heard. It is a great detective name, and so I guess that's what they're doing with the Knives Out kind of series. Is it's going to mm -hmm. be Daniel Craig and these different groups? But uh, Ed Norton, terrific actor. He really is. He's one of the better actors in the business, I would say. And I think it wasn't. He went away for a while after it was like kind of reported that he didn't do anything wrong. He was just an asshole. I think he's hard right. to work with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty sure he's difficult to work with. Yeah. As for Dave Batista, what did you make of him saying that they leaned too heavy into the comedy of Drax in the Guardians and the Avengers movies and kind of less away from like the whole Drax the Destroyer thing? Because if you think about it, you go back to Guardians 1, and there definitely was some comedy from Drax. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say as much. But if you think about his kind of origin story, if you were going to do a spinoff like solo movie for Drax, it probably would not have been very humorous. <laughs> and no. And I think this yeah. is the issue that, I mean, you set the tone. I mean, James Gunn sets the tone and the it's it's good. In a sense, it's good because Dave Batista has now shown himself to be a Drax fan because Drax isn't funny right, in no. any of the comics. But like the, they've turned him into kind of like this goof. Um, yeah. I would like to see a little bit more... Um, razzle dazzle from him in terms of like you know violence that would be something yeah but um i don't think i don't think you can like retcon that now and make it like you can't go yeah, pretty funny guardians now. guardians tone back to like all serious you can't do that so yeah yeah missed think, opportunity. i'm sure it's a missed opportunity but nothing you do about it now no and i also think that the the uh to stay truer to the character and to maybe have a maybe have a decent solo movie versus all of the comedy that he provided. I'll take the comedy. Like it was, it ended up being pretty fucking funny. Like and Guardian even, 2 is the best part of Guardian 2 is the best part of it. Even his some of his lines in uh Endgame are amazing. Yeah, he's good. I mean he, Infinity uh Infinity War, not Endgame. But the, yeah, he's yeah, great. War. He's really no he's he's really good. Almost as good as ah, laser beam better than fireballs, you pussy so I've started saying, and I said this to you via text, that we should start, if something is great, it needs to be better than Fireballs. Yep, I'm with you. Like, how was it? It's better than Fireballs, you pussy. And fireballs is good, too. Fireballs is great. If you had Fireballs, yeah, I think you're doing all right. But, but if you laser beams. Better than Fireballs? You pussy. Uh, better than Fireballs, uh, the Forever Purge trailer. No. Okay curious on that i yeah. don't mind the purge movies i don't mind them but like do I, we need like six of them i got into a side conversation with a friend of the podcast jermaine wiggins sure and he claims that the purge movies similar to the saw movies are all pretty good 
I would say I kind of agree on the Saw movies. The Purge, I liked the 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 first Purge, and actually the movie that was then later called the first Purge. So <laughs> the original Purge, yes, and then did like a prequel later on called the first Purge. Was that the one with Eva Longoria? Uh, no, I don't believe so. Don't someone, believe so. someone of that ilk was in that movie. Was she in the? Was she in the? Oh, now, see, now I got to go to Bing. Now I, I got to Bing it right now. I'm caught with my pants down. The first purge. That came out just two years ago. That was a. Uh, no, it was Marissa Tomei. That's who it was. Ah, yep. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Yep. Nice. I knew it was some attractive middle-aged oh, lady. How far did you get on the Netflix series Castlevania as season four is out now? I've watched seasons one and two, and I actually enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed it. Now, the issue with some of these shows, and this isn't tipping our a little too much, but uh, slow to get go to get going. Yeah. Um, but a worthwhile anime. If you if you're into that kind of thing, and I'm looking forward to watching the next two seasons. I didn't even get out of the first season. It was so goddamn slow. I wanted yeah. to like it. Maybe I should revisit it. A I lot of character development. Oof, slog. Absolute yeah. slog. <laughs> I'm actually thinking of doing at some point coming up here uh, to revive the Keith versus series on uh, on YouTube. Keith versus Castlevania Two. Simon's Quest. <sighs> Might try it. Might try to get in on that. Ryan, crazy weekend, by the way, of stuff to watch, dork stuff to watch. It was pretty jam-packed. Mm-hmm. You had uh, on TV, the Mayor of Easttown, or Mayor of Easttown, episode five. Whoa. Fucking awesome. Whoa. Get on. If you're not watching the show yet, get in and up in it, because there's only two episodes left. Depending on how episode six goes, we might do like a pre-show for episode seven. Mm-hmm. And then in two weeks, that's going to be our episode. I love this show. It's great. Uh, the, bad, the bad batch where are you at now on bad batch I, I i you as you said like there was a ton of stuff to watch this weekend i just went because there was so much stuff to watch i went holy shit i didn't even watch the bad batch okay so you got a bad batch in the holster yep uh the woman in the window this was, was the amy the, adams movie right yeah this was supposed to come out in 2019 mm-hmm. uh test screenings were poor they had to reshoot a lot of it and then it was supposed to come out last year like a like a lot of movies and it got bumped from theaters just to Netflix. I won't spoil it for people. It's not good. It's also the worst use of a good cast I've ever seen in my life. A great worse cast. than uh or uh Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, because this cast is better. Oh not. so Amy Adams is good. Amy Adams is always good. But Gary Oldman could have been played by you or me. Right. Anthony Mackie could have been played by you or me. Uh Jennifer Jason Lee didn't matter. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry, the paper boy, didn't mm-hmm. matter. Like the cast was loaded, but now, they didn't do anything. Is this? I was watching the tra- I watched the trailer, I didn't watch the movie and read the synopsis. Mm-hmm. Is it essentially Rear Window? Is it Hitchcock's Rear Window? Yeah, basically? It, it, it's a lot of that, but then it's also not. But it, it definitely comes the preview makes it feel more like Rear Window than anything. Okay, because I was like, this is just fucking Rear Window. Like, what are but we it's doing? Or like, there's more going on with Amy Adams' character than okay. with. Uh, Jimmy Stewart's character. All right. But, you know, Rear Window is a far better movie. Watch Rear Window. Absolutely. Uh, the uh, Those Who Wish Me Dead, the Taylor Sheridan movie is out. Yeah. Now, Angelina Jolie, John Bernthal. I started it. It was one of those, CC was taking a nap. I knew I wasn't going to be able to finish it, but mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll start it. So I'm about halfway through and it's fine. Did you watch Not it? Sp- I watched it and it's, uh, it, uh, I don't know if I should tell you this now, but 
Uh, a bit, of, bit of a letdown. Bit of a letdown. Okay. I was. Uh, I was. Um, again, like Tyler Sheridan. You figured like, Taylor Sheridan. You figured these movies are like, you know, like Sicario. Like where once the action starts, you're like, oh shit. This was like slow to build, and then by the end, you're just like it just kind of ended. Great, you know. And I, I don't, I don't really buy. And you know this, like from watching the first half of the movie, I don't really buy Angelina Jolie as like an action star anymore. No, and I know she did Tomb Raider, but that was close to twenty. That was years ago. twenty years ago. I mean, now, now, like she's, you know, I don't really see think, her as. I think it's tough, and she's supposed to be like putting out like forest fires. Yeah, she's a smoke jumper. She's like a, or was like one of those people who parachute into forest fires. Yeah, my guess is you need to be a little bit more jacked for that. Mm-hmm. I think like that's a that's and a she's she's real thin. I mean, right. she would yeah. Yeah, I, I had a hard time with that part of it too. John Bernthal playing a cop though, spot on. I mean. <laughs> There's nobody who plays a cop or soldier better than John Berthold. I love that guy. Oh, my yeah. God. I, I, give me the Punisher in the MCU some way, somehow. That is what I'm asking for. How about this? A couple of relationships out there since we last. And I'm not talking about uh, Ben Affleck and J- J-Lo back together. Mm-hmm. Kat Dennings is engaged to Andrew WK. You see that one coming? I did. You know why? And this is not. I'm not. Listen, I'm not here to. You know, tell you who I'm friends with, or you know, drop names. But Andrew WK does follow me on Twitter. So does he follow like a th- hundred thousand people? I'm gonna look right now, but he definitely followed because I tweeted at him once because there, there was a situation where he Andrew. one of his songs was used in the Rage Two trailer. Remember that game Rage Two that Bethesda put out? Yeah, and it was it's one of my favorite songs of his. And uh, I tweeted, and we had like a mini exchange. Like back and forth, and he wound okay. up following me. So there are some people. I think Tay Diggs famously follows like a million people, and I'm one of them. Okay, he's following seventy four thousand people. Okay, <laughs> that so I'm one of them. At one point, Britney Spears followed me too. Really? Yeah. At one point, early in Twitter, like early, early. This was Twitter, way early in Twitter. Yeah. Like the beginning of Twitter, the the. Older lady who slept with Pacey on Dawson's Creek followed me on Twitter, and I was like, "We should, we should have a thing. Who's the most famous person that follows you on Twitter?" That's a game. Yeah, that's a game. And I think you would win, obviously. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, because you're you're in my top four, top five, <laughs> believe it or not, um, in terms of just followers. But sad. I had the two, the two. Um, when I started working with Movember in streaming. The reason I got that gig is because the girl who Shauna, who is from the Netherlands, um, she was looking and Jenna Marbles follows me oh my on Twitter. God, really? really? Remember Jenna Marbles? And she's yeah, like, yeah, oh my yeah. God. She's like, oh my God, do you know Jenna Marbles? I was like, no. And she's right, like, well, she follows you. Let me see here. You have to have like some sports people who follow you. I get sports cheating. people. Do those count? Like, do this- we want to play this game now? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So let's see. Uh, uh randy scott who's a sports center anchor uh Brittany oh, he lives Paul. in my he lives in my town oh does randy he? scott lives in avon yeah there you go so yep. i've seen him at the library sometimes uh britney from uh the challenge who tried out for the greg hill show on there uh let's see this is not very oh nate burleson that's a good one that's a good one it's a real good one he follows a lot of people how about danny wood new kids on the block danny wood follows you yeah yeah Danny Wood. The horse face kid from New Kids? <laughs> Stop it. Danny Wood's the man. Come on the podcast sometime. How about uh, Kevin O'Connor from The Ringer? 
Let's see. That's uh, a good one. Let's see. Andy Gresh. He follows me too. Uh, Andy Gresh follows one. me. Yep. Let's see. Ted Johnson. That's a good one. That's a good one. I have a good Ted Johnson story. I'll tell you off the air. Uh, let's see. Come on. There's a lot of like. Uh, but, but, but Liz Gonzalez from Barstool Sports. And this is not as good. How do you like? Yeah, I got I got nothing here. Once I clicked on it, I'm just scrolling through people who are verified that follow you. How do you figure that out? Uh, there's a like when you click on your own followers. Yep. And then you click there. It should say verified followers, or maybe that's only if you're verified. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, big time. I don't have the blue check. I don't. I, I'm working Super, on it, man. How about Super Bowl champions Jermaine Wiggins and Christian Fourier? That's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, let's see. Uh, KFC from Barstool. That's a good one. He's the one who said you were a nice guy, right? Was that uh, him? Was that... No, he said, yeah, there's that clip that we play on Kiefer Madness. Yeah. Where I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And he knew who I was. And then, no, Liz said I was nice. Oh, uh, okay. All right. How about Mike Bennett? Uh, wrestler Mike Bennett. He that's was in good. WWE. Now he's back in Ring of Honor, I think. Yeah. That's a, that's a good one. Uh, I'm trying to see. I got no blue check marks here, except for Robbis from Barstool. Hockey East, the official Twitter account of Hockey East. All right. Dennis Eckley. Fitz follows me. Who does? Dale Arnold follows me. Fitzy. Dale Arnold Arnold follows me. Good one. Did you hear my Eckersley one? That's a good one. That's a good one, yeah. How about the Lowell Spinners? Unfortunately, not a team. Uh, What do we got here? BU Athletics. That's a good one. Yep. I like that one. Go Terriers. They follow me. Put our show on TV. That'd be nice. (laughs) <laughs> that'd be great let's that do it be. the boston herald that count oh wow you're yeah. like a real-time journalist now uh-huh. felger's wife sarah underwood okay uh i met her actually oddly enough let's briefly see. when i was working at a uh, school in boston her mm. children their children went there mix 1041 what? the boston breakers troy brown tay diggs <laughs> tay diggs yeah, no, he's one of those guys that follows a million people. He might follow you, too. I don't think so. All right, Ryan, let's get to the game. Should I have bought this? Very simple, folks. All you got to do is email us, dorkpodcast at gmail.com, an item that you purchased. Tell us how much it cost, and if you want a brief story behind it as well. So, uh, we're going to do one today because we got a lot to get to on the program here. Oops, that's still going. Let it ride. All right. Here's the deal, Ryan. Let's go. Uh, people are in the chat. So if it's unanimous between you and me, we'll give it a yes. You should You should have bought it. If it's unanimous, no, you should not have bought it. If it's a tie between the two of us, we will turn to the live YouTube chat to break said tie. Let's take a look here. Let's pull up the item. Uh, Ryan, uh, if you would like to describe it to the YouTube listener, what are we looking at here? It is, it looks like kind of like Friar's Magneto helmet, but it is a, it seems to be a, um, a bust of carnage made of Lego. That's right. This is a Target exclusive carnage Lego. And it's really, it's just the head is what we're looking at here. Mm-hmm. It is, like you said, it looks like a mask. Uh, it's made out of Legos. It's got really sharp teeth, like really, oh, like, re- like knives, like glass for teeth. There, ah, uh, glass on this fuck. Uh, beautiful red with the black, kind of like almost like a fire type decal type of situation going on. 
This ride is a Target exclusive, meaning you can only get it at Target. Uh, this one comes in from Freddie. Uh, Freddie paid $60 for it. Oh, all the, by the way, another rule for your submissions to uh, should I have bought this? Minimum $25. So anything less than that, the answer is yes, you should have. If it's $24 oh. worth of airheads, yes, you should have bought that. <laughs> 25 or more. So this was $60, six zero, and it is a bust of carnage made out of Legos. By the way, before you answer, Legos, notoriously expensive. Yes, notoriously expensive. And this one, even though uh, we can't, it's on a table right now, so I can't really get a kind of size of how big this thing is. Um, oh, point. I want to say it's, my guess would be like a football. Or like just the size of a human head, maybe, hopefully. Maybe, like the human head. An um, human head. Now, it might you. depend on how you feel about Carnage, right? Carnage. And again, recency bias being what it is, I've always been a Carnage fan, but... I tell you, a lot of this Lego stuff I'm into. Yeah, this How ain't one of them. It's a little boxy, and like the, the designs on the side, they look like a Guy Fieri like flame shirt kind of. Mm. Um, and someone said in the chat, I'd hate to step on one of those teeth. Like if you oh, were like put it together, what? Yeah, because it's sharp. Look at that. Sharp. Um, so sharp. you know what? I'm gonna. I don't, gonna I don't think so. Sixty bucks. So I, I say forty. Yes, sixty. No. I'm going to say yes, and the reason is I love when people buy stuff of characters that aren't the most popular. Like, I have a soft spot for characters that I would say are sort of secondary. Like, I like characters that aren't everybody's favorite, and I don't think a lot of people would have Carnage stuff. If you walked into somebody's house, Batman, Spider-Man, even Superman, believe it or mm -hmm. not, you're not going to see a lot of Carnage stuff. And if you like Lego, I'm going with yes, you're going with no. Let's take a look at the chat. So fire away in the chat. $60 Marvel Carnage uh, bust Lego. And by the way, Ryan, Freddie, who sent this in, did say he's a big fan of this show. So, Well, I'm a big fan of you too, Freddie, and I'm, okay. I'm sorry to, uh, to do uh, that to you. Oh, uh, boy. We're still split, it seems like. We're still split in the chat. So we're going to, you know what? I think we just. This is how we do it. I mean, real close, though. Real close, folks. That one was uh, down to the wire, but it is a yes. Congratulations, Freddie. You should have bought that, although Davey thinks that you should not have. <laughs> and I apologize. So no, it turns out, Richard, as we were doing that, I have six verified accounts that follow me on Twitter. Okay, good. Would you like to know what they are? Six verified accounts. So uh, Rich We've Keefe. already named some of them. Rich Keefe. Uh, Dale Arnold. Dale Arnold. Andy Gresh. Okay, so seven. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, does WEEI follow you? No. Nice. Way to go, guys. Let's figure that out. <laughs> I don't know who runs that. I don't know. I tag. They retweet some of my stuff. I don't think they follow me. So I have Dale Arnold, you, Fitzy, Gresh, Fitzy. Jenna Marbles. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. Andrew WK. Yes. And TD Bank. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a really good story as to why TD Bank TD Bank follows me. I never do this because I think this is the tackiest shit ever. Oh, you know, like what yeah. the people oh. who go on Twitter and they like bitch about products just so people will like respond to them. So I did this one time where I went in and I was asking someone about consolidating my student loans because they're all kind of I haven't gone to grad school, they're kind of like all over the place. So I was like, I need to like get everything kind of settled and like 
whatever. And the lady looks at me behind the desk and she goes, I was like, do you know anything about that? She's like, no, not really. I'm like, well, can you point me in kind of like a direction of like who to talk to, like where to go? And you know what her answer was at TD Bank? <laughs> Close. She said, Google it. Oh, no. <laughs> like, I have been a, a banking at this institution. This is my first checking account I've ever had. I've kept it all these years. And your answer to that is Google it. Yeah, the answer's got to be out there somewhere. Like, yeah, well, you, I, could, I, you I, could do I, it. I'm like, do you honestly believe that I came in here like... Amazing. Like, unbelievable. 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 So I said something like that on Twitter, and then they followed me and, like, DM me. And, yeah. like, what was yeah. the, And they wanted the fucking lady's name. Oh, yeah. Somebody's like, listen, we got to get to the bottom of this. And you know what, though? I was as pissed off as I was. You know what I did, Richard? What'd you do? Didn't rat her out. Good. Because you I don't didn't. have snitches. I don't. I, I'm not even no snitch. Mm -hmm. I'm not snitching. Snitches. There was this thing out in the... Uh, uh, we played this, like, Kiefer Madness a while ago. There mm -hmm. was this guy like a la sheriff or something and he was trying to get people like like a tip line for people that were doing something wrong and he yeah. said snitches get rewards and it was like, well, <laughs> like no they do not rhymes no First they do not all. second yeah. of all so all right good stuff it's time for davy's video game even if it takes more than a minute all right, Ryan, what do you have, sir? Well, uh, this portion of the program is brought to you always or powered by our friends at Wild Bill Soda. Go to drinkwildbills.com, use the promo code Ron Von D, and get yourself some of these. Oh! I have in my hand right now. Look at the new can, oh. by the way. It's a nice it's a nice matte finish now that they have. Um, they've gone away from the... So this is the strawberry cream. How's that? It's It's good. It's okay. very, very good. And right. if there are some people who might not like this as much as the others, but I'll, t I'll tell you why. Mm. And then I have the Dr. Bills, which oh, that is where I, that is my operation right there. This is outstanding. It's like yeah. a better Dr. Pepper. And I've, I've come up with a, uh, a drink mix involving this. Oh, good. You got to fire yes. that. Up. So I'm going to fire that up. I'm going to put it on the dork podcast, YouTube. Okay. Um, I'm calling it the storm chaser storm. or the Dr. Stormy. Oh, so it's my recipe. It's my recipe for a dark and stormy using this. Call it the Stormy Daniels. Oh, no, maybe there's something there. There's something there. Dr. Stormy or Stormy Daniels. That's Doc, what about where, Dr. Stormy Daniels? Dr. Stormy Daniels. There we go. I like that. Um, yep, but yep. the strawberry cream. I love these. But you know what this tastes exactly like? Have you ever? And they said this in their description. But I, I said it. And then I read the description. And they say the same thing. You remember those strawberry candies that was in like your grandmother's dish? Yeah, the, the ones that look like little strawberries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tastes oh, exactly oh. like those. Yeah. So if you love those, oh, yeah. awesome. So go to drinkwildbills.com. Use the promo code Ron Von D. Try them out. What Try them out. What's he doing? It's summer. You know what's great? Uh, strawberry seen. cream, ice cold strawberry cream, or the vanilla, the orange vanilla cream. That one okay. tastes That's like a creamsicle. Awesome. All right. All right. Uh, okay, so the video game minute. So Ratchet and Clank, the new Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart went gold, which means it is ready to sell. This game looks awesome. It's one of the first games that's really going to put the PlayStation 5 to the test in terms of what it can do graphically. Um, most of the games I've played on the PlayStation 5 have like zero load time. So that's so great. Um, it's it's amazing. And yeah. this one is going to push it a little bit. I think there might be a little little load times because if you've seen any footage from this game, it looks amazing. 
amazing. So I'm really excited to play Ratchet and Clank. It's gonna, and I said on Twitter, it's going to be the first AAA game I actually play with my daughter, who's old enough now to she can kind of like figure this stuff out. Um, if you haven't played the Ratchet and Clank, the reboot that came out for PlayStation 4, I believe you can get it for like five bucks right now. It's awesome. So make sure you guys play that. Uh, Mass Effect Legacy. So all of the people, uh, so people have been asking me, and I mean this, like more than one person has asked me about Mass Effect and Le Mass Effect Legacy. So basically these are the remastered of all the Mass Effect games. And they're asking me if it's worth 60 bucks. And I ask you this, mm. this is, is it worth it? This is hundreds of hours of gameplay that you can get. Yes. So if, think of it like when they remastered Skyrim. And I, I was asking a friend of mine who works at Bethesda, I'm like, is anyone really going to buy this? And he's like, think of it like this. With all the expansions and everything and all these, it's hundreds of hours of games for 50 bucks. This is how we do it. Now, I've played all the Mass Effect games. I like them. They're yeah. really good. They're not my favorite, but they are good. And people are gaga over them, and rightfully so. It's great. All right. Um, speaking of Skyrim, did you know that there is a person named Jay in Skyrim, J-A-E in Skyrim, who's a, who's a streamer, who tried to kill every living thing in the game? How long did that take? A long time because it lasts because the problem is the problem is is every couple days the non-playable characters regenerate. Oh, God. So at last count, he had killed over twenty two hundred people and over twenty four hundred creatures. <laughs> He's just walking around Skyrim killing anything that moves, which is a feat in and up to it. Um there's new get this. So they came out that uh PlayStation Five is gonna ramp up production in the summer. I so know. they're gonna have consoles in the summer. I know. And they're coming out with new colorways for their controllers. They're going to have a cosmic red, and I believe it's called like a midnight black. All right. So they're like going back that. to the black controllers, which we 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 love that. I like that. Um, let's see. Um uh, oh, and the, there's an extended trailer right now for Mario Golf that's coming out for the Switch. And I demand now that everybody get a Switch. Because this looks like the most fun. Yeah. Like we played PGA and that was like a simu it was hard. That game's just hard. This just looks like fucking fun. Fuck, I so, gotta get switched now. You guys probably gotta get switched. Switch. How much right now? Two fifty. Hmm. Get the fuck out of here! I was waiting for it, but here's the thing: I am going to have to figure out what to do because I rarely play my Switch because not because I don't like it; is just I'm not allowed to. Right. Right. You know, so yeah, we got that's a problem. My daughter, my almost seven year old daughter's going bananas because all the kids in her class are playing Minecraft and she wants to learn how to play Minecraft. So now she's on the Minecraft. She's hooked on that. Yeah, My wife's know. hooked on Animal Crossing. You know, the little one's playing Mario Kart whenever she can get a minute in. You know, yeah. so like, what am I supposed to do? I've now created monsters in this house. Yeah, buy another one. That's what my wife said. She's like, you're gonna have to get a fucking another one because I don't know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> streamer to watch. Here's another streamer to watch. Who I'm watching right now, and you're gonna you're gonna balk at this a little bit. No, I'm not. Um, this young lady. I say young lady. She's slightly younger than me, I believe. But um, Sasha Gray, who I don't know if you, you remember her from such TV shows and movies as Entourage. Yeah, um, Entourage guy. She is a uh, a former. Um, a former, how you say, um, adult actress. 
porno star. Yes, who has uh, taken to, and she's her her stream is actually really good. Okay, I mean she's she's not sitting in a hot tub. She's not. She's actually playing games, and she was trying to speed run Mario. She yeah. was a guy who was a professional speed runner was trying to teach her how to speed run Mario sixty four, hmm. which was actually really cool to watch and like he was going through like all the tips and tricks and all that stuff so it actually is a really good stream um and again she's not just like sitting in hot tubs and writing names on an inflatable pickle rick like that's <laughs> actually think, doing stuff do you think if like you or i because we, we try i'm trying to pitch this to shime on the show i'm like shime, I, if don't you think it'd be hilarious because it's so counter to what's going on right now with these hot tub streams that if it's just shime sitting topless in a hot tub playing video games or eating salami like who cares like it wouldn't that just be such a different thing i bet he would generate a ton of viewers here's here's what we do and this is how we do it since shime is a homeowner now and i don't know what town he lives in but we can figure it out yeah. right um because i got some good news today i'm actually going to be in the state in the middle of july not the middle of august so i might move up to my moving date got moved a month up so that's oh, great awesome. for me that's great so here's what we do right and we'll pitch it to him Shime gets one of these inflatable pools mm -hmm. and then he runs it like Kramer's Merv Griffin show where he just has people come and sit next okay. to him while he's in the pool. Yep. And just, he interviews and just, he just interviewed, like I'll come and like sit, you and I can sit and talk to him, bullshit with him a little bit, have, like eat some hot dogs and then leave. Yeah, and there. then you can call another guest in. It'll be like Shime's talk show. I like it. I think we're on to something. Fine. We're on to something here. I like it. I like it. Um, so that is the video game minute. Always brought to you, uh, powered by our good friends. I keep they keep wanting me to say powered by, and I keep forgetting. Powered by our friends oh, at Wild Bill Soda. Go to drinkwildbills.com. Get you some strawberry cream. Get some Doctor Bills. This stuff's awesome. Um, veteran owned and operated. Um, new cans. They oh, and they sent me some beef jerky too. Ah, uh, come on. Give me some they sent me some beef jerky, and they have these. Uh, it's like jerk. I love brisket, and it's like jerky brisket. Awesome. Oh, Get yeah. some. Get some. So uh, drinkwildbills.com. Use the promo code Ron Von D. That has been the Davies Video Game Minute. Thank you very much. All right. Are you ready for this? Nope. You're all ready for bisque? <laughs> I'm not. Topic du jour, Ryan. Well, I'm glad you asked because it's the topic of the day. And today it is Jupiter's Legacy, a Netflix series, uh, eight episodes in all that was released, I think, a week or two ago. Uh, it is a Mark Millar comic from Image. And uh, there's a whole Millar world that apparently is going to be coming to Netflix. But I'll begin, as we do with all of our movie and TV reviews, spoiler-free on Jupiter's Legacy. Did you like it? Hit the sounder again. Which one? The one. The sounder? The one that we, when we don't like something. Chat, new segment. Davies no, Bay no, that ain't it. That ain't it. Come on. We played it like four times. This week in Horrible Rossi Takes. Now, a hashtag dork news oh. flash. MacGruber! He has a drink or two each night, but it doesn't affect his job! MacGruber! The guy's a social drinker! MacGruber! I was looking for get the fuck out of here was the was the answer to that question. Oh, I thought you were looking for this one. Uh, 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 uh. I'm gonna freaking explode inside you. I'm gonna spill it. I'm gonna fill you up. Ugh. I'm gonna fill you up. What? I'm gonna fill you up. Okay, just let me do this. Okay. Sorry. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. 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 Oh.
right. You can't say okay. the sounder. Okay. I can't say that was my mistake, but I think you would have picked up what I was putting down. But yeah, you know what I said when I did when you played that sound? I immediately went and picked up my phone because I'm like, all right, this is going to be a while. So, <laughs> all right. Let me ask it a different way. Yes. Did you like it? Did you finish it? I didn't. Okay. All right. Well, that's fine. And I told and you, I, you didn't have to. I, did, I wasn't yeah. sure if you did, but you didn't have to. No, this wasn't good. And yes. Sucked. sucked out loud out I, loud this I watched, sucked i watched the whole thing in a weekend though and i don't not i'm not entirely sure why now mark millar and you'll see behind me uh civil war old man logan those are just two of the books that he has written he also wrote nemesis wanted uh kick ass that's kingsman like it's a long list of great stuff now i've never read jupiter's legacy Nick Fryer from TLDR. I know he started to read it. I heard he and Dr. Joe were talking about it. Fryer said it was a little bit of a slow burn, but then I guess it got good. But he's probably past where this is. This show was horrible. Let me start by saying this. The name sucks. Jupiter's Legacy, terrible. I think what does it, that have to do with anything? Was it Jupiter's Ascension, that movie that came out? Was that what that is? I was thinking of that. The, the outfits, the fucking getup, is atrocious the the hair and makeup is laughable like i thought it was, oh my what's god the, what's the catch am i who is the fucking who is the wig person on this show because holy shit are those those some of the worst wigs i've ever seen in my life i don't think they had a wig guy and i also is it, is it maury's wigs from goodfellas <laughs> maury's wigs so <laughs> this show bounces around from present day to like the 1930s and Which, even that doesn't make any fucking sense no not really and so josh dumel who is the lead he plays sheldon sampson slash the utopian and you've probably seen him in the previews if you haven't even seen the show you don't have to see the show to listen to this podcast he is of an age in real life let's see he is 48 years old because he's almost 50 so he's way too young to play the current day modern day guy yes he's way, too young. he's way too young for that and then he's far too old to play the flashback guy he they did they cast this guy for two age ranges that he's not even close to and he looks stupid like i was i was waiting for there to be like a, a like a reveal like it's one thing and again there are these different worlds that we've talked about that aren't marvel aren't dc but just play off all of the tropes and the boys does an awesome job and invincible that does an awesome job the boys like if a character looks kind of stupid if they want like it's kind of part of it like it's this isn't there's no like winking here like this i think they're serious and it's so bad it's so bad and like you said the the flashbacks like trying to tie things together is boring and not only that but like there's ways to do it where you kind of jump where things make sense like those things intertwine but it's like it's telling two stories at the same time and one of them just come like when they flash back, like the, the current story comes to a fucking screeching halt. And oh, then you have God. to pick that momentum all up again. And like nothing. I Okay. So I dipped out after episode five, episode five was, was titled. What's the use? <laughs> kind of I'm sitting there. I'm watching the episode. And I'm like, what is the fucking you? Like, what is going on? What's what is you? happening? Yeah. And then there's all this like weird sci-fi shit that they're doing with like this, like 
um, like close encounters. And then they're doing like a requiem for a dream thing with the daughter. And like, all of this is just like superhero daddy issues with like all these tropes. I'm just fucking sick of this shit. Like, I, like the other thing too. All right. I'm, I'm getting into spoilers here. There is a, a love making oh, just scene. Wait, just wait, just wait. We'll, we'll, we'll wait on that. Just in oh, case. I'm fired up. I'm fired wait. up. Go back. Well, just wait. As uh, Jordan in the chat, you can really say this specifically to Josh Jamel's character, the Utopian. Uh, was that a toupee, you piece of shit? <laughs> Horrible. Horrible. And the what was the daughter's name? I don't even fucking remember. Uh, Chloe. Chloe. Yeah. That wig was might have been the worst one on the show. Yeah, they asked her. Uh, was that a toupee, you piece of shit? So basically you have uh, Sheldon, who's the Utopian. You have Leslie Bibb, who is his wife, who is Lady Liberty. You have their daughter and uh, who doesn't want to be a part of the superhero stuff. Their son, who is the Paragon. His name is Brandon. Then you also have uh, Walter, a.k.a. Brainwave. He is the Utopian's brother. Uh, Matt Latner, who was in the remake of 90210 on TV. He's also the voice of Anakin Skywalker in Clone Wars. He was the only guy that I was interested in. He played George Hutchins, a.k.a. Sky Fox. Hutch. What? What uh, yeah, Hutch. So those were most of the characters. There's also a dude named the Flair in there. Uh, again, I wonder if we're just done with like the Justice League knockoffs because we saw two great versions of it, and this was just so bad. I also, I, I can't really recommend it. Like I, I just can't at all. Like it wasn't worth. It's not worth people's time. But I wanted to talk about it because there were so many stupid things like the. It's a superhero. There's there's really no humor to it. None. Zero. The, act, the action scenes are so bad that it makes the CW shows look like this big budget production. Like there's there's a fight scene in the in the first episode where it's like all of these superheroes fighting this uh, Black Star, this one yeah. Yeah. Uh, bad guy. And I don't think so. There's people like if you watch closely to the fight choreography, they don't even come close with punching. Like, like oh, it, and they it's just so whip. Choppy, and it's like yeah. what and again i've watched a lot of the cw shows those are all better than this like even the bad one like they're all better than this all the netflix shows like i guess my question would be season one of iron fist that or this iron fist because at yeah. least yeah. at least there were characters in iron fist that i gave a shit about that's a good point there's nobody I, with a very I would say Sky Fox, I was at least interested in. And it was one of the reasons why I kept watching. I, in, in spoilers, I'll tell you all the reasons why I kept watching. But Sky Fox was the only guy that I would even consider uh, a compelling character. What is your dork score? One. Same. One. Like this, this, it's non-fucking-sensical. Like, this This is not... I think this is the first unanimous one. I don't think we've given. ever reviewed a one. I don't think it's ever happened. And, like... <laughs> Like there's just so much about it to hate. Spoilers! 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 Here come the spoilers! All right. So what were you just gonna say that I cut you? What off? I was gonna say is like some people are gonna say like you. I have no business ranking this a one because I didn't watch the whole thing. God damn it! I tried to. I I watched five full right. episodes of the eight, and yep. I'm gonna tell you like this goes nowhere. Like I, I and again. Maybe something you're going to tell me something happened in the last episode or two, but I had to watch five hours of nothing to get. No, but there. it won't. I don't think it'll change your mind. So I kept watching one just because of Mark Millar. I'm like, this guy couldn't have written a story that is this bad. 
And so even though the acting was bad, oh, and one side note on that, Leslie Bibb, who plays Lady Liberty, she in real life is married to Sam Rockwell. Yes. Who's one of the great actors of our current time. Yes. When he watches this, what does he say to her? You know, great, great, at this job, at this time, no, at this time, like, it's just important. Like, at least you're working. Like, it's a job. It's a paycheck. Like, look. It's and great to have even, you. I'm not even singling her out as being bad. I'm just saying the whole show was just a mess. And then the costumes. So not only, and, and I don't even, again, I don't even know if it's the actor's faults because go back and just listen to some of the dialogue, like some of the stuff that they're saying while oh. they're wearing the dumbest shit ever. And you're like, and I can put up with a lot. You know me, I'm not a movie snob by any stretch or a TV snob by no. any stretch. I, I need compelling characters, an interesting story. And in this case, maybe some good fight slash violence scenes, maybe a few laughs. Like, I'm not asking for much. This had none of it. Well, so my, where I honestly checked out. So we talked about that first Black Star, the big fight scene that was atrocious. They, the superpowers, the way they shot them looked so stupid. Mm -hmm. you, you never really know what anyone's powers are, just that they're superheroes. Right. Like, basically, Utopian, we think, is like Superman. Right. So anyway, so there's a scene where Black Star is about to, as they say, go nuclear. He's about to like be an atomic bomb and explode. Paragon comes, punches him in the face and kills him, which I'm like, cool, right? Yeah. Like finally. Right. And then there's this whole thing of dialogue that Josh Demel goes, Utopian goes into. He's like, we don't kill. And he's like, he was about to wipe out an entire state. And he's like, there's All a million things. And he says, there's a million other things you could have done throw him into space like what yeah like what like, i'm gonna get mad at the kid for saving all these lives we don't kill like fuck that dude that's so stupid how about right out of the shoot too yeah it's so over the top so like superman and batman have a have a code right like they just don't kill now you know Zack snyder may feel differently but but still for the most part you read a batman comic he doesn't kill and it's a code but it's not just so over the top like it is here. Like the Utopians thing is just, it's just so obnoxious how much he is with the not killing. Also, one of the first scenes is when his kids are little and they have the fucking line with his daughter. And she's like, he's like, with great power comes. And she's like, great responsibility. And like, they like poo poo it. I'm like, and it's not even like tongue in cheek. Like it's not even meant to be funny at all. There's zero, there's zero humor in it. And I also, what kept me watching was, or in addition to Mark Millar, I was like, all right, how did they get their powers? Because when they do the flashbacks in the 30s, there's no, they, they don't, they're not superpowers. So they're not born superpowers. There's not in the 30s other superheroes flying around. So I had to watch this whole goddamn show because you didn't even get to it. Nope. It's episode seven or eight. He has like these visions, right? So after his dad dies, Josh Demel's dad, he like has these visions. People think he's going crazy, but then he convinces uh, Matt Latner's character, uh, Hutch. He convinces him, but then he convinces his brother, convinces Leslie Bibb, who he didn't know at the time. She like was she worked at a newspaper. So anyway, he had these visions where all these people are like around like this table. So he goes on like this cruise. He like finds a guy to take him out in the middle of nowhere on a boat. Goes out there, goes to an island. And then they wander off on their own. There's like five guys that are all part of this, maybe six. They show up. Then they are about to kill each other. And then they realize that, oh, no, no, no. Because they, they think they're stranded on this island. 
And then they stop and they're like, oh no, like, and they notice that like maybe other people had been stranded there too and killed them, killed each other. And so like, there's this big stop and they're like, it's a test. It's a test. And then the next thing you know, they all see images in front of them of dead loved ones of theirs who they just talked about on the way in. They all said like, who's the one person you'd want to see? Then they see the person and they're like, you are now uh, worthy. And they were given powers. That's fuck. And then the next thing you know, they all fly. All of them can fly. They all fly back to like the boat and the land. And then they start like hatching up this thing. They basically form the Justice League. And they're just like, we need to use our powers for good. We can never kill anybody. And then they do that for like 80 years. And then the other thing that I'm still not really sure about is all the other superpowered people are just their kids. Yes. But then, but like, like, but then how? Black Star, I don't really understand the Black Star thing. But so all their kids have superpowers. So did they ever explain? Because I didn't I didn't finish it. Did they ever explain how the Black Star clone happened? Yes. yes. So what happened was they were convinced. So all the cool stuff happens off camera or happens in conversation. Which like, what the fuck? Like, like Sky Fox. Yeah. And uh, Matt Latner's character, Sky mm -hmm. Fox, ended up turning on them at some point because he was so sick of the code, turned on them and became their greatest villain. Which we see none of that. None we of don't it. See any of Sky Fox turning on him. He's only nope. his friend. So they only refer to him. So they think that it's Sky Fox that found a way to make the clone of Black Star. Sky Fox, aka Batman. Correct. Basically Batman. So they're convinced they go and find ba uh, Sky Fox's kid, who actually, I'll give him this, has a pretty cool superpower. He's a teleporter, but has like a staff or whatever. Yeah. And you can say, like, my house and boom he goes to his house or he can say go anywhere which as you know is my so the two the two people who have the coolest superpowers are him yeah and uh the character with the worst goddamn name ever nick of time where he he's right. like the guy who like sleeps with chloe yeah to like get into like the justice league or whatever but right. he can actually slow everyone around him yeah so I, and again they don't really explain how these other people now have powers either which is weird like, so they have them. They were the only six people or five or six people that got them. Then their kids have them. But yeah, now there's like different. Now teams. there's like other people who do. And then, yeah, uh, so bad. So anyway, long story short, uh, they think it's Sky Fox the whole time. They believe it's Sky Fox. We never see, we never see like a grown up Sky Fox. They only like never. Him. And, and I, I think in five episodes I watched, they mentioned him twice. Yeah. And he, to me, is the most compelling guy. They don't even fucking show him. So it's his brother. Turns out Brainwave, his brother, it's the old double cross. So, which again, I could have fucking ended. told you that was going to happen. Of course, and but yeah, and like I think they're thinking it's going to be like this sweet reveal, and it happens, it's and I'm not. like, okay, like where's Sky Fox? And then they're like, series is over. It's like, get out of here! I don't want a season two. And no, yeah, they set that up. The brothers being at odds in like the second episode when they the, he was telling the father, "Get your money, like don't invest, don't rebuild." You know, the stock market's going to crash, and then Josh Demel's like, "No, like we have to start building now." So they're already at odds. So you've already set that up. You're not. You're like we've seen. And for better or for worse, Stinks. the oversaturation of the superhero market, I get it. But we've seen this enough where, like, that's not – you're going to have to figure something else out. Like the like you said, The Boys has done it. Watchmen did it. Like, boys, there's, there's – and the have done it where you can tell these superhero right. stories in a creative way right. that's kind of off, like, to, slightly to the left of what Marvel and DC are doing. This was just junk shit. And it looked so bad too. 
oh, you could see the ragged edges of the whole thing. And again, I'm no film. I'm no. I, I'm not. I don't refer to movies as films. I'm not like some snob. But like, you could see literally creases where the like the special effects were happening. Like you could see them. <laughs> well, I even tweeted out a picture of like uh, the Utopian Lady of Liberty and Brainwave, and I tweeted out like, "Oh, we're gonna be talking about this next week." And people were like. Do they have like rectangle cocks or like why why are their pants right. like the the outfits are so bad it like kind of takes you out of it then the dialogue's really bad the acting is like whatever it's certainly not great but I don't, I don't think that's what killed it but then the story and so again I was listening to Fryer talk about it maybe the like the next two arcs are good like he said in the comic book you got to get to like the third trade before shit happens but that's too late like in the TV game nobody's going to want the people who did watch this won't watch the second season. And then there are plenty of people like you or even earlier that maybe got 10 minutes in. We're like, Oh my God, this is a pile of crap. Oh, what a piece of shit. So I wonder if this will kind of submarine the Malar world or are they like, they might've already had a contract and they're just like, we got to do it. So they're already talking about it. Like I, I remember there was this thing. It's like Mark Millar uh, takes you on a behind the scenes look at Jupiter's legacy. And I'm like, I'm good. Don't, Don't. no thanks. I don't usually look at Rotten Tomatoes for TV because I feel like some of the critics only watch the first episode or there's, there's like different things, but it's 38% by the critics, 73% by the audience. How is that possible on the audience? Because people want to like something that's not Marvel or DC. They want yeah. to, it's like this weird normie thing where like people are now, you know, the reaction to this is, before we even did this episode, I'm like, if we don't like this, people are going to call us Marvel fanboys, right? I mean, that's just I mean, what, but you know what I mean? Like, I just assumed it's funny having talked to you and being in this radio world now, I just basically assume the worst of people. Yeah, it's on Twitter. So I'm like, they're just going to be like, oh, you guys are Marvel fanboys and you don't like anything that's it. I'm like, no, this, this, dude, I wanted objectively is not good. No, no, there's nothing good about it. I wanted no. it to be good, and that's why I watched the eight episodes. And thankfully, the finale is like 30 minutes. It's like something it's, really short. Like it was like they didn't even need an eighth episode, but they no. should. But so that helped. That helped. But yeah, this is the first one we've ever given out. It's brutal. It's brutal. We've been doing this for a while. We've reviewed a lot of stuff, stuff that I haven't really liked. And this. And like certain things that we've given low scores, I've been like, there's probably a mar there's probably an audience for this. It's not me. I can't think of a single. All right, if you are a daddy issue drama person, yeah, you won't like it. No. If you are a superhero fan, you definitely won't like it. If you're a Mark Miller Millar fan, you'll hate it. Mm -hmm. Because I gotta believe, and again, I haven't read the comics either, but I gotta believe they're better than that. Have to be, have to be all like his stuff is good. Like he's got good stuff. And now he'll definitely lean on like ripping off other characters. Like when he's not writing Marvel stuff, I feel like his go-to like nemesis or some of these other shows, it's like taking stuff from before, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's going to be a one for us dog. So yeah, no, thank you. We can tell the show too. Uh, I didn't have that up, but yeah. God damn it. Ryan. Get the fuck out of here! You know what it wasn't? Ah, laser beam! It's better than fireballs, you pussy! It's not better, better than fireballs. fucking fireball. Fireballs are far superior to this show. 
mm-hmm. far superior. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get to the pick of the pod, I have some breaking news. Now, a hashtag dork news flash. Richard, I don't know how this just happened. All right. We're sitting here at the beginning of the show. We're talking about like who's the most famous Twitter person who follows you, right? Yeah. Do you know who just followed me right now? And this might be my favorite Twitter follow of with 299.2 thousand followers. So almost 300,000 followers. You and I are both wearing one right now. 47 brand hats. Really? Just followed me on Twitter. Out of fucking nowhere. Out of fucking nowhere. But the thing is, I own... Do they listen to the show? I don't know. I will tell you right now. I am wearing one right now. This is a Charlie Coyle edition Bruins hat. Rich is wearing one of your Red Sox hats. If you, God damn it, if you were listening to this show, I I show you my hat rack right now. Basically, anytime you see me wearing a hat on this show, there's an 85% chance it's a 47 brand hat. Wow, they just, they followed me as well. They, they just, they Holy shit. Look at this. Holy smokes. They're a Boston-based company. Here's the real question. Do they follow the the Dork Podcast? Uh, no. <laughs> we should tweet it be like, hey, honest to God, I have, I could pull down eight 47 brand hats right now out of that case. Uh, you send them our way. We'll, we'll wear them. That's no I will. I love it. Right now. All right. Right away, Myth. Hey, oh. play, a little, play a little more harder to get. <laughs> oh, my God. If, what, what am I going to? Like I have a ginger ale sponsor and a hat sponsor. What what else do You're I need? The world. You're on top of the world. What else do I need? <laughs> <I'm> a... <laughs> Holy guy, shit. Jordan in the chat says, I will commit to buying a hat right now if they sponsor you. Yeah, hold off, Jordan. Hold off. Don't buy it. Hold yet. off. Well, no, buy it. No, buy a hat because their hats are fucking incredible. They do they do these uh special edition Bruins hats with the players every year. They're incredible. Promo code. Wait for the Wait promo code. Yeah. Wait for Ron Von Don. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's get to the old pick of the old P. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. All right, Ryan, would you like to kick, receive, defer, or defend a goal? I will receive because I have two right. this right. week. All right. So there was a movie I was I was tw- uh, I was going to say tweeting. I was texting you about this movie. So Jeff Garland, speaking of great cast, he directed and wrote a movie on Netflix called Handsome. I don't know how we missed this. I don't know what. I was dying laughing at this movie. It's super weird. It's super weird, but it's Jeff Garland who plays like a detective whose last name is Handsome. His name is like Guy Handsome or something. But like um, so many funny people. Is it called, is it Handsome, also known as Handsome, a Netflix mystery movie? Yes. That's that's what it is. So it's Handsome. Watch it. It's it's weird, but it's funny. Amy Sedaris. Amy Sedaris is hysterical. Oh yeah, she's she's funny. She plays his like the chief. So it's like it's all of these like cop show detective movie tropes. Okay. And she's like he's like the old detective who's like going to retire. You know what I mean? And she's yeah, like yeah, of course trying to get him not to. It's it's all pretty right, funny. Like, all right. Um and the other one is uh one of my favorite shows of I think it was it might have been a year, maybe 2 years ago. Uh was a show called Love Death and Robots, which I mentioned before. Their second season just dropped. Okay. I've watched the first 4 episodes. And it's some of the best animation I've ever seen. There's one in particular called Snow in the Desert, um, which is kind of like a a Star Wars, like bounty hunter Western kind of thing. Um, It's honest to God, like there are times 
I didn't know if I was looking at an animated person or a real person. Oh, no shit. It's right. incredible. Cool. So make sure check out Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix. Both of those on Netflix, by the way. All right, very nice. I have two as well. They're both comic books, and they're both by the same author, James Tynan. Uh, this is Something is Killing the Children. Jesus. Fucked up title. It's not, it's not even the most mature. It actually says 13 plus. I mean, there's definitely some violence in it, but it's not crazy as some of the other ones. But this comes highly recommended from the guys over at uh, TLDR. And uh, so I read the first volume of this, have the second volume, looking forward to that. Also, The Department of Truth, which is an even crazier book, all about conspiracies and shit like that. So, you know, that's right up my alley. So oh, I would yeah. recommend both of those to you uh, comic book fans out there. Uh, something is killing the children and the department of truth. All right. That'll do it for us on a very successful episode of the hashtag dork podcast on a Tuesday rare. We'll try to get back rare to Tuesday. Thanks for everybody for making that adjustment. Uh, if you missed any of the podcast, uh, you can, you can download this bad boy. If you, I'm saying if you missed any of the, uh, the YouTube stream as well, uh, what you can do is leave a five-star review on our Apple podcast page. Cause why not? Takes probably two seconds. You can do that. You'll feel good about yourself. And uh, we'll appreciate that. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dork Podcast. Uh, hit up Davey on Twitch, twitch.tv slash D. And subscribe to the YouTube channel as well, youtube.com slash Dork Podcast. Uh, we also have the group Facebook page, hashtag Dork Shared Universe. Keep up with Mac and Goo, Pop Culture, Piledriver Podcast, Change My Mind, TLDR, Shime, Dr. Joe and Davey all on Twitch. Next week, Army of the Dead. Yeah, man. Zack Snyder movie. I'm kind of excited for Netflix. It. Yeah. It's in theaters now, and it's coming to Netflix on Friday. So that'll be our episode next week, Army of the Dead. And then in two weeks, it'll be Mayor of Easttown. So we got a lot going on here in the uh, the month of May. Lock Friday. up your daughters. <laughs> They're mortar oil. Murder. Yeah, murder. Murder oil. What do they say about wombats? Oh, you know what I was thinking about this, Rich? By the way, in the early days of this podcast, one of the things how we'd end the show is I would always give a PSA. Oh, yeah, that's true. I have one. Perfect. Here's I, I got in a little bit of a trouble this weekend, right? My daughter was, we're, we're cleaning up the house. You see, I got moving boxes behind me. Oh, yeah. Um, And she's like, what is a coffee bean doing in here? And she goes to pick up the coffee bean. You know what it was, Richard? That'd be uh, bunny poop. A fully engorged tick that oh. had fallen off my dog. Dude, it is. Tick season season. I've never gotten as many ticks here in this house as mm -hmm. this year. That I got one. I got a couple off of me. I got one off of my poor daughter. Mm -hmm. I got one off. I off, got, your do off your daughter. My daughter had one. We're outside <laughs> all the time. And part of yeah. I'm like, what's that? I'm like, oh no. Luckily, it yeah. wasn't like it didn't bite her yet or anything. But it was like it was still on her. Ugh, yeah. Fuck, they're gross. I pulled one off uh, Harrow today. Disgusting. Disgusting. So make sure, and it was like it was the size of a coffee bean. Like that's how fucking big the wow. thing was. And she picked it up, and she's not afraid of bugs at all. She's like, "Look at it!" She's like sticking it in my wife's face. So check check yourself and your pets for ticks, for Christ's sake. Seriously. And then as soon as I see one, I get the itchies, and I'm like, I think I. Oh yeah, and you and you think you have one yeah. on you somewhere? Every itch, you're like, Ugh! You and know? the only guy in the whole house that's protected by it is Harrow. He's right. on the tick shit, so like he's they'll just they'll bite him and die. Right. Anyway, yeah, be safe out there, be folks. Safe. Yeah. There's a Especially home people in Connecticut. There's a home remedy you can make. My mom does this up in New Hampshire. This is it's like I'll I'll give you the recipe. It's like I don't know if it's it's all natural shit. We're all survivalists in New Hampshire. We all know how to do that shit. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And it keeps the ticks at bay. 
Yep. All right, so that'll do it for uh, for us. Thanks to everybody for listening to the podcast. Uh, Was that a toupee, you piece of shit?